Welcome to the Freelance Revolution Podcast. I'm Leah. And I'm Sarah. We're both seasoned freelancers running successful businesses that allow us the flexibility to live the lives that we want. We do different work as freelancers, we find our clients in different ways, and we have different business models. The one thing that unites us is a passion for helping others work on their own terms. We're not here to give you a silver bullet or sugarcoat the work it takes to develop and run a successful business. We're here to guide you through the journey we've already taken, bust common myths about the freelance lifestyle, and give you the support you need to keep going when things get tough. The Freelance Revolution podcast is brought to you by Freelancers Aligned, our free community for freelancers and solopreneurs. Our members get live access to our podcast recording each month and exclusive access to submit questions to the Q&A portion at the end. Did we mention that membership is free? Go to freelancersaligned.com to learn more and sign up. Hi, Leah. Hi, Sarah. How's it going? Good. How are you? Not bad. I am ready for um, I'm ready for a new year. I am too. I have lots of things to finish and lots of things to start. And yeah. Yep. 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 Um, new beginnings is is a good thing. Yeah, I love I love me a new year. I love New Year's resolutions, even if I don't always stick to them. Um, but it's nice to just be able to reset a little bit. So I'm always into that. I usually set a few of them. Some of them that are like quick wins, like first quarter wins that I'm like pretty much they're going to get done either way. And then some that are like, yep, in a perfect world, I would like to get this done. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's a, I think that's a good strategy. Yeah. I'm a big believer in flexible goals. Flexible goals. Yes. So this month, um, where you're focusing on how to make yourself uh, number one in 2022. And uh, during this episode, we're going to talk about why self-care and practicing self-care and self-compassion will make you a better freelancer. And then in our next episode, we'll talk about the how. So how to actually put that into practice. Um. So do you, do you want to start us off with your why for self-care and self-compassion? So I have been going like full speed ahead, like in acceleration mode for the last couple of years. And so me being number one, I'm like probably like 21 (laughs) on my list of priorities. Um, so in 22, like my plan is to make myself number one. Um, the reason is I just feel like I'm losing momentum. I'm losing steam. Like I can't keep going at that acceleration speed. And I don't think that it's really burnout. I'm not going to call it that yet, but I need to kind of self-explore on some different ways that I can put practices in place. So like I'm still kind of diving into the how-to, so stay tuned for that one. Um, But the why is I just feel like, oh, I have good intentions, but every there's other things that always creep up and bump me out of my priority list. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that I'm just kind of feeling that ick, and I'm just needing a refresh personally. What, how do you think that impacts 
your ability to do what you do effectively? I would say the clarity. Like I used to not have to have a planner. Um, 2022, I got a planner. Um, I'm going to go back to that. I haven't had that for quite some time because it was all up in my head. Um, but I'm just not remembering things. Um, I know that I'm a little bit more short fused, um, just because I'm burning the candle at every end, you know, like the kids can ask me a question. So the funny thing is when we're, as we're recording this, like we're in a snow day here in Minnesota. And so I have kids and a dog home with me and the knock, knock, knock at my door is like, Oh, I just need to focus. And it's nothing against them. It's not anything that they're doing. It's, it's really me. And so kind of taking that self-reflection, um, that's why. So identifying like, why am I getting annoyed? Why am I getting, you know, short fused? And it's because I'm not taking care of myself first. I'm allowing these things and these people to jump up and take priority over me. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big one. I also, I actually think maybe the title of this episode will be how, how self-care can make you a better freelancer and a better human, yeah. because that's the thing that I also recognize about myself is that um, when I make concessions, especially for me about the amount of work that I take on, um, when I make concessions about that, I am not my um, the best partner. I am not the best mother. <laughs> I am not the best um, colleague um, because exactly that. Like I find myself getting really um, short fused and that's ultimately my own fault because I didn't build the boundaries around what I need to do in order to give myself the space um, that I need to feel like my best self. Yeah. And I've taken it to a whole different level of um, recently I identified all of my projects that I have in the works, all of them that are coming up, all of the ones that I just recently did, because I'm like, why am I so stressed? I have so much stuff going on and it's like, do I really like, and then I re I looked at what I did last year at this time. And I technically had more work last year at this time than I do right now. And so that's where the true identification of what is different that like what was different then versus what is different now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was taking time, you know, two mornings a week where it was just myself. I was working more on my business and working on things for the business instead of so much in the business. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's a big one. One of the things that I've been thinking about for the, like for why, self-care will make you a better freelancer is, uh, is actually around business model and how, like we talked about, um, last month about the, um, skills that pay the bills formula and how to like focus on the things that you love and that you're good at, which will ultimately, um, not just make you a better freelancer, but make you happier. And I think that for me, I think you're absolutely right. I can, I can see the places where I end up doing things in as a as a business model decision. I end up agreeing to do things or taking on projects that are not exactly what I want to do um, or things that I know are going to like make me feel good at the end of the day. And yet I do them anyways, because 
people are offering to pay me to do them. And, you know, the classic feast famine mentality of being a freelancer, like you get, you get while the getting is good. Right. Um, And so for me, I think one of the, one of the whys of why self-care is important actually connects directly to business model and your skills and what you're doing and thinking about how you're focusing on the actual things you like to do every day that fill your cup instead of emptying it. Not that 100% of your time can always be that, but um, you can be, you can definitely be strategic about that in ways that um, are important. Right. Absolutely. Um, will you, will you show everyone the book that I bought you for Christmas? Yes. So this is a super cool book. It's called rest. How, um, what's the subtitle? The whole time. Why you get more done when you work less. Yes. So I was opening this at the kitchen table and my family just started laughing. Um, when I opened this because everyone knows me, like everyone knows that I'm like, like just going. Um, and I, I'm up before everyone gets up. I go to bed after everyone goes to bed and I'm just surviving at this moment and not thriving personally. So that's why that was funny. So mm-hmm. I love it. I'm super excited. Um, we're actually traveling in the next couple of weeks. And um, so I normally first, th- first instant that I possibly can is purchasing that Wi-Fi so I can get some work done on the plane. I am going to opt out of that this time and I'm going to read because that is something that I've definitely neglected in 2021 and need to get back. So it's so fun having conversations with, with you, Sarah, because you're constantly reading, you're constantly, you know, pulling articles and things like that. So I'm like, they're really great. Like, I'm so glad that I have you as a friend that I can just read what you've already read and (laughs) feel like I'm in the know because I used to, I mean, I used to be that person. Like I used to be that, like, I would still classify myself as a forever learner. Like I love learning, but again, it's something that I haven't taken the time to learn. Like I haven't carved out that time. So I have an audible subscription and it always renews in December. And December came and I had seven books that I haven't like downloaded. So I'm like quick looking, like, what can I download before my subscription renews? Because otherwise you use them or you lose them. And so I was like, that was another aha moment of what have I been doing? Cause it's only, it's only a 12, you know, 12 subscription. So it should be like one book a month that I can listen to. And I haven't even done that in 2021, which is crazy. Yeah. I think, um, I, I mean, full disclosure, I have not finished that book yet. I'm about halfway through it, but um, it I think it's really important. I've also read a few other books along those same lines this year around why um, doing less is important and how to like focus on doing the right things. And like, I think some of the takeaways that I have from all of those books are I think there's like been a trend over the last few decades of like everyone thought that um, technology was going to mean that people had to work less. So like, as we automate things, as things go faster, everyone was like, oh, 
obviously people will have to work less. And in fact, the trend has been going in the opposite direction. People have been working more and more and more. And it's not actually connected to like productivity or output. It's just connected to the fact that like we're addicted to work. And we don't actually know how to rest. And I like 100% will put myself in that category. I'm with you. Um, my husband is always like, like on Sunday, he just wants to sit down all day and watch football. And I like literally can't. I'm like, I mean, A, I'm not like super into football, but B, he's like, you can't, you literally can't just like sit down for like an hour. And I'm like, I know, I know. And so like, I get like, I think you. that's one of the reasons you and I, are good business partners is because we're both super driven. But um, I do think there's like value in resting for the sake of rest and like no other reason. And that's one of the, like, I think one of my favorite quotes from that book, I'm, I'm going to paraphrase is like, rest is not something that you're given. It's something that like, you have to take, you have to take rest whenever you can and like enjoy it and value it for its own sake. Because ultimately when you're burned out, you're not, um, you're not doing your best work. Um, and I venture to guess that maybe, um, you could probably to back to the business model thing, maybe trim a few things from your plate that are like, not even really that important. It's more about like, the addiction to work than it is about like needing the money or it being meaningful work. And I've de- like, you are not alone. I am definitely include myself in that category too. Yeah. See, here's the thing, like 2021, look, looking back at what one of my new year's resolutions for that was, that was to learn how to delegate things. So I would own more of my time, but here's what happened. Like, have I delegated? Yes. I've hired a social media manager who is the most fantastic person in the world. I have a virtual assistant who is wonderful. I have, you know, these other support people in my circle, in my court, like willing and able to help me. And they're all doing excellent jobs for me. And what have I done? I've just added more to my plate. Mm -hmm. Like I've delegated things, but I've added more other things to my plate. So I'm like, that kind of blew up in my face. Like I got what I wanted out of it. Like I'm not doing the things like managing my social media is not something like that. I get complete joy out of, um, but interacting and having conversations like that is like thinking about the concepts, like what should we post? Like those are great, but the actual execution, like that's not what brings me joy. So the fact that I don't have to do that anymore, when I can scroll social media and I'm like, oh, there's a post that, you know, and I just trust my social media manager and she makes me look real, real good. And I love it because I don't have to do that. So that brings me joy. Like that totally fills my cup. But then what did I add on to my plate to replace that? You know, Mm -hmm. like that's the mystery. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's I think so easy to let those tasks slip in. It totally is. And um, it totally is. And I think that's like such a good example because that's something it's, that is a perfect example of like the business model and like the skills formula is like, ultimately you can do that. Like it, it, it's not like you can't do that. It's not that you're not good at it. It's just that like, you don't want to do it. And clearly everyone has to like get to a place where, um, 
it's not always easy like to do that when you're first starting out. You don't always have the money to like delegate things out, but being able to um being able to recognize that and then use that to orient yourself around planning for like what are the things that I ultimately want to let go. Or if you're in a place in the beginning where like you don't have someone to delegate that out to, maybe you just don't do it. Like maybe social media just like what? isn't the hill you die on. Right. Um and so I think that's such a good example. Um I think that's such a good example. Yeah, exactly. And so I think that we should talk a little bit about like our new feature for freelancers align. Like I'm super excited about that. We both kind of drew our feet for a little while Mm -hmm. and we moved from a forum to a Facebook community. I know everyone's like, oh, another Facebook community. Mm -hmm. But since we did that, I am super excited about the engagement. I'm super excited about coming alongside of you, um, sharing additional resources. That was just two extra steps from like, here's a great resource that I have on my social media, but I also think it would be great in, in the Facebook community. I can directly share it in there versus before I would have to copy the image. I would have to copy the text, go into the app, place it in there. And it's making life so much easier and it's just fun kind of seeing the engagement that's already happening in there. So if you haven't joined the freelance, um, freelancers aligned Facebook group, definitely do that because it's a lot of fun stuff is happening in there already. Yeah. I think that's absolutely right. I love, I am thrilled about the transition. I think it's going to be really good. Um, well, I mean, I think we could we could probably wrap this up. I want to just end by giving like a few of like so there's um and we'll put this in the show notes, but there's four um things that I read this year about working less that um I think are um good resources and um the one is the book that we already mentioned and then um the well actually there's five. So there's also a book called Do Nothing by Celeste Headley. That was pretty good. Um, There's a book called How to Do Nothing by Jenny O'Dell. That was also good. And then um, a classic about just like rethinking your relationship to work is an essay by Bertrand Russell called In Praise of Idleness. And we'll put all of those in the show notes. The other one that... um, The other one that I would recommend is, um, which we talked about before is deep work by Cal Newport. And that one actually has some suit. I mean, one of the things that really surprised me that there's research on in that book is about how, when you're doing work, like really you can only focus on deep work for a certain period of time. And when you're doing work outside of that, like he basically is like, when you're doing work at night, after your kids have gone to bed, it's not your best work. You might as well not even do it. He's like, it doesn't like, it honestly doesn't matter. Like it's better if you just wait and do it the next day. It's not going to get you ahead. If, even if you think it is. Um, yeah. And I think that kind of depends on if you're like a night person or a morning person. So like right. that may vary a little bit, but um, he basically like draw, like drawing boundaries around your work so that you can be super productive for a short period of time instead of medium productive or low productive for a long period of time is going to um, serve you well in the long run. And that's what really is going to carve out. Cause I think like when we talk next time about the how of self-care, 
a lot of that is about time, right? And when you work for yourself, you get to control your time in a different way than other people do, but you have to build in that time intentionally to be able to do it. And when you're more focused and more productive in the time that you're actually are working, that's what allows you to build the time to not work. Um, and so I'm looking forward to talking about the how. Um, the other thing that I wanted to say too is that um, I've, like I think last month I published a blog on my website called um, about boss mindset. It's called Do These Six Things to Start Thinking Like a Boss. And one of those things is that when you when you work for other people, they decide what you, what you do and when you do it. And when you work for, and, and how much you work. And so a lot of people, when they start working for themselves, I think they get trapped in this like 40 or 50 or 60 hour a week mindset where like, that's just like how you work. That's just like how work is done. And so that's how you work. And I think that, um, ultimately people that work for themselves get to choose how much they work and build their business model and their revenue streams around that. Um, and so I would, I would also encourage everyone to just think about like, how much money do you actually need? How much time do you actually have to spend? And then, um, we can put a link to this in the chat, in the show notes too, but we have a great tool to help you calculate that called the cash calculator that will literally help you look at your time versus money equation. And then you're, you're able to say like, okay, if this is how much time I want to work and it doesn't have to be 40 hours. Um, but it could, or it could be more, and this is how much money I need to bring in every month. Then how much do I actually need to be charging? And then you can kind of do some, um, planning for maybe some business model updates over the course of 2022, where you're like, I need to be, maybe, I think there's a couple of scenarios. I think that like a lot of people, and I think I've fallen into this camp. Once you get, once you've been freelancing for a while and you've built, built a successful business, you can get into a place where, um, you don't need to make more money, but you just keep doing it because that's like the, what you are feel like you're supposed to do. Does it sound familiar? Leah? It's like everyone in the workforce, like they want a yearly, like they want a year, yearly increase. Like, so sometimes us as freelancers, it's, we get in the, like how much it's almost like a game or it's almost like a yeah. challenge. Like I can do better than that. Like, yeah. And it's, yeah. Yeah. So I think it's either like there's two ways that could go. It's like maybe you're actually maybe the money you need to make is less than what you're making now. And that means you could work less if you just decide to. I think the opposite is like you need to make more money and then maybe you need to increase your rates or figure out how to shift your business model so that you're able to charge more for what you do or do things that garner a higher rate. Or maybe you fall in the middle and you're like, nope, I'm fine. I work X number of hours a week. I charge X number of uh, dollars an hour or however you structure your rates. And I'm doing great. Like I'm exactly where I need to be. But I think doing that calculation um, can be important to think about like going into 2022, how you might want to shift your business model to make room for yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, I think that's it. Um I hope everyone has a good next few weeks until we get back to you with the how of the self-care. Um, but yeah, happy. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Yep. Thanks everyone. Thanks for listening to the freelance revolution podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to check out our free community for freelancers, consultants, and solopreneurs called freelancers aligned. 
go to www.freelancersaligned.com to sign up. Here are just a few of the things that you get with your free membership. You'll get all of our best resources, strategies, tips, and tools for living the freelance lifestyle. You'll get exclusive access to our monthly live Q&A where you can submit questions that we'll answer live just for you. You'll get a subscription to the Freelance Insider where you'll get tricks of the trade, member-only resources, and curated content from other experts. You'll also get access to the member forum where you can network and connect and ask advice from other solopreneurs who actually understand what you do and are going through the exact same things you are. Did I mention it's free? Go to www.freelancersaligned.com to sign up today.